I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. and welcome to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. And I'm really excited because I have a special guest and we have not done this on the podcast yet. And we are going to be talking children's books today and dogs with my guest, Janet Lawless-Christ. And before I bring her on, I'll give you a little bit of background. So Janice Lawless Chris loves life with her husband and her menagerie aplenty in Rancho Santa Fe, California. She is human mama to quite a growing brood of kids and grandkiddos. After an existing business career, exhausting business career, Janet founded Joy Works Network, Inc., and also turned her attention to crafting a series of children's stories in collaboration with her beloved niece, Moira to generate funds and awareness for oh-so-deserving nonprofit organizations. Welcome, Janet. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I love this. So you wrote this children's book called Nugget the Nomad, Adventures of a Yoga Dog. I did. I did. And it's adorable. Thank you. Well, it's, it's really adorable because the illustrator, Ryan Hernandez, is one of a kind really one of a kind and his characters you know he he brought to life sorry for the dog barking oh it's um, okay he brought to life uh this story even before he had even seen the animals i had, i had interviewed a lot of different illustrators um by phone and you know i i loved their work in their books but when i talked to them i you know some of them were well artists can be artists you know and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't quite resonating and I, I found Ryan and we were talking on the phone way before Zoom days and just describing a little bit about this, the book and, you know, asking him his rates and things. Sorry about the dogs. It's and, okay. Um, it's fitting. Said, it's a dog book. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, he said, um, well, open up your computer. I just did a sketch and, and, and scanned it to you just to get, giving you an idea. And I opened up, you know, I opened up his email and I was shocked that he had nailed it without even seeing the dog um so he thank you so he came over and he came down he lives in valencia came down and spent a day to really get to know the the pups and we just gelled and he's wonderful so he'll be writing uh, we're coming out with a book a month in 2000 and 2021 we have so much demand and storylines that people are like could you write about this can you write about anxiety can you write about when somebody gets sick so i can tell you all about that wow that's amazing yeah. this yeah. i mean that's this when if you got and i'll post a picture and um links to the book but um the first thing when i opened it because when i was told i was going to be sent the book and we were going to get to talk about it it's just the cutest the cutest thing and he's just so cute he's a little brown doggy with like a little white spot between his eyes and um when I pulled it out, my kids were like, what's that? And I'm like, it's a, it's a, it's a book. And they're like, I want to read it. I'm like, yeah, well, mommy first. Like I want to read it and I want to see. And when you flip into it, it's got these popsicle stick puppies that are so, so clever. That I think is one of my favorite things of this whole book with like little faces for, yeah. um, 
the popsicle stick puppets. Where did you get the idea for that? We got the idea because I made popsicle sticks puppets as a kid. Mm. And then when my kids were little, we made popsicle stick puppets for them. And I thought, A, it was the greatest thing to do with like leftover popsicle sticks. And they would they would create their own little characters and they would have their own little world. So this this goes back to when I was a little person and just loved to do that. So it just seemed natural that that's, you know, that would be something we could add as, as a bookmark slash activity for the kiddos when they get the book. Absolutely. That's what my, my seven-year-old said. He's like, that's, that's a cool bookmark. I'm like, yeah, it's a really great idea. Um, so what, uh, can you tell the listeners a little bit about uh, the, the book and what made you start writing? Because you said that this was your first book that you wrote yourself and kind of go take us down that road. Sure. So uh, the book is based on on the true story of Nugget, whose real name is Diego, but Nugget is, is, is one of his many nicknames. Um, and this true story of Nugget and me. And the reality was I have three rescues, um, two real big ones, and Nugget, who's older and littler, doesn't know he's older or littler, but is. Mm-hmm. And um, one day in 2000, well, it was right at the end of 2017. It was actually December 29th. I was up early in the morning, you know, kind of looking forward to New Year's Eve weekend and all of that exciting stuff. And Nugget got into a, what we call a kerfuffle with one of the big dogs. I didn't see it happening. I didn't see what happened. I just turned around and it was like chaos, chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and so I foolishly tried to break up the skirmish yeah. mm-hmm. you know, while wearing socks to keep my feet warm because it was so cold that December day in Southern California. And <clears throat> I, the dog, I went to pull one of the dogs and my hands slipped off and I literally flipped over backwards and slammed down on a stone floor and broke my back in two oh. places. Oh. And, and, you know, as I was lying on the floor in really, I, it was painful. Um, I looked up and the dogs were looking at me like, what, what was the problem here? We were just, you know, mm-hmm. fine. But at the time I, I, you know, it was just so nerve wracking for me. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was bad. And I had to go to hospitals and to rehab for quite a while. And in the meantime, I just was uncomfortable having Nugget in the house while I was gone so much. You know, my husband was uh, traveling for business. My, My adult children who live with us were on a vacation and I just had to have Nugget go to different people's homes Mm-hmm. so that I'd know he'd be safe. And I knew that that was confusing for him. Um, well, I didn't know that. I'm making it up. That assumed, it's assumed it was. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and so he would, he literally went to a couple of friends of ours house and, but then they had to go away. So he had to go to somebody else's house and so on and so on. Um, and then when I got back, I was still in a wheelchair for, for quite a while and one afternoon, a friend of mine came over and she said, I'm, I'm going to take Nugget for the weekend. And because nobody else was home, I was here alone in a wheelchair with three, you know, rescues. Um, and I said, no, I'm, I'm okay. I can handle this. And she said, you know, Nugget's a nomad. He'll be fine. He'll make everybody happy. And I thought, hello, there is a concept right there. And I really just sat because it was a Friday afternoon. Everybody was traveling. It was time to pour a glass of wine. And I thought, I can write a story about this. So I li- literally kicked out the story with very few edits that afternoon and evening and was only going to have it for the family. You know, it's like, this is what we did. And we know that this is a story because Nugget used to love to go to yoga with me. And that's a big part of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm back walking, by the way, and back at yoga. So we go to yoga all the time. It's amazing. And it, yeah, that was kind of amazing. It's right. But I wasn't going to listen to them when they said, yeah, you probably won't walk again. I was like, no, I can relate. I can relate. I've had three spinal surgeries myself. So back surgery is, and just back pain is just, it's very debilitating and it's very hard work to get back into like a state of like, Yeah. 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 I had three 10 pound babies and nothing was more painful than this. I mean, that's that's for another show. It's another one. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I, so, so I wrote the book really intending it just to be for my family, just the story. I wasn't going to have it illustrated. And my sweet husband said, you know, you should have this illustrated because he's, he's so, he's so cute. So I thought, okay, well, I'll have it illustrated. Um, But again, it'll just be for family and, and, Hmm. You know, maybe friends, the friends that took that took nugget while I was rehabilitating, and it was stunning to me how many people, when they heard the story, they're like, "Well, can I have nine books for my kids? Well, can I have three books? Well, my five nephews or my whatever." So we started thinking about, "Wow, we okay, so let's print the book." And again, because I had a background in in marketing and public relations, we knew the print world, so I knew that if I were to print a book. I wanted it to be that eight by eight because when I was raising my kiddos, that was a, a size they could hold on their own. And, then and the words aren't too overwhelming too for them. And it wasn't too heavy, you know, soft cover, a nice soft silk finish cover. I could throw it in my satchels, you know, that sort of thing. So I was really firm on that. Not that anybody really challenged me on it. But. <laughs> <laughs> they knew better. They were like, let's make it hardcover. I was like, no, hardcover. Uh, if a little kid who falls on a hard cover, they hurt themselves. I've seen this happen. So we're making it soft cover. We're making it eight by eight. We're not going to make it 10 by 10 or storybook, you know, because you can't bring it with you. That's right. It's, it can't, you can't travel with it. Yeah. So then before we went to press, I was at our local inn, uh, sitting on the terrace with one of my, with two of my friends. And this man came up to us. We had Nugget was with us. And he said, um, excuse me, I have to tell you, I, I'm in love with your dog. And I hmm. said, well, that's adorable because so am I. And one of my good friends, you know, piped up and she said, and she's written a book about the dog. And he said, what? And I said, well, you know, I've just, I've, I've, I've yes, I've written a book about the dog. Um, and this is right when the pandemic was starting. So everybody was real weird, right? Sure, sure. And he said, I love that dog. Can I order 200 copies? And I said, well, <laughs> it's not printed yet. Um, but I could arrange for that. And he said, yeah, I could use it for all my teammates, kids. I never know what to give them for the holidays. Well, what I didn't know is he's this super success, super famous all-star baseball player. Um, oh, well, okay. I had, I didn't know. I just thought he was a good looking guy. Like, hey. <laughs> like you can pet my dog. It's great. Okay. Sure. You want 200 copies? Cool. Okay. <laughs> I know. Um, so that's when we started. Charlie, my husband said, let's just, let's just print a quantity of them, right? Let's just, let's do this. And so we did and, you know, did everything, got the copyright, got the Library of Congress, the ISBN number. I didn't even know what that was. Mm-hmm. And our first run was 25,000 and we've already gotten into a second run. Our first run came out in October 16th, I think. And we're already- That's amazing. So yeah. So I think it's because- the story resonates with parents, grown-ups, and kiddos, and because it, it's about, you know, in life, bad and sad and scary things happen. 
they just do. It's nobody's fault. It's not your fault, kiddo. You know, because a mm-hmm. lot of kids think, oh, what did I do wrong? Or it's not your fault. Things right. happen. They're and innocent. We have to talk about it. We have to put words to it. And sometimes it's really hard to put words to it, you know. And I found that, well, I've always found, and, and this is, the, is going to be the overarching theme of the books, is a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about awkward situations. And if you don't talk about them, they, they loom and they gloom over you. And then mm-hmm. they become more scary than the reality. So that was the intention of the Nugget book was just to say, you know, human mama got really, really hurt. Those things are very scary. She had to go away for a long time, but we're going to find the best of it. We're going to find something, some nugget of joy. We're going to hang on to that. So when I have to go to this person's house, well, maybe, maybe I can just make them a little happier and, and maybe it's going to be okay. And then I'm going to go to somebody else's house and okay, maybe that's going to be okay. And then mama's going to come home and things will be different. Maybe she won't walk for a while and well, maybe that wheelchair is kind of fun to roll around in, mm-hmm. which is a true story. At times with my even adult kids, I'd have to say, excuse me, could, could I use the wheelchair now? Could I, I know I need it. My three-year-old would take my walker and I'm like, I kind of <laughs> need that. Like you're the cutest thing ever, but I really kind of, can you bring that back, please? I can't get up. <laughs> in fact, um, a couple of weeks ago, my daughter, who is a physician now, um, she said, which just still knocks me out. She said, remember how fun it was when you had broken your back and we had the wheelchair in the house? I was like, did you just hear what you said? How fun it was when I broke I my know. back. Well, anyway. Um, That's funny. It's funny. Because yeah. they find mine in my, in the, we still have it in the garage because um, <laughs> I'm not going to get rid of it. And so they're like, oh, that thing was fun. Can we? I'm like, oh gosh. Like, oh no, it's not a toy. It's a tool. Let's give it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids love it though. You know, it's fun. They don't get it. They don't get it. But, but, but I find that if you just talk about it, you know, and put it out there, then, then that scary, it's almost like a little scary monster goes away. It's not so scary anymore. It's just the fact, you know? And so that's, that's really the, that's the theme. Hold on. However, it's not, it's it's not that you're going to live happily ever after. I mean, I love the Disney franchise and I love the Disney characters. um, But this whole, the princess meets the prince and they live happily ever after doesn't really portray life because then everybody thinks, why can't I be that? As if that exists for anybody. And it's better to say it worked out at last in the end and something else is going to happen. And when it does happen, we're going to have working ways to get through that next situation. Sure. So that's. And I love that. I love that this, this book came and the, I loved the last page where it says, hmm, seems like our little nugget may have been a rescue dog, but who rescued whom? I adored that so much um, because it just like flipped it and it just kind of gave a different mindset and it gave a different perspective. And it was a nice little surprise, a nice little nugget at the end of the book. And I have to say, so when I – when, when your team reached out to me to uh, look at the book and read it, um, I was like, yeah, of course, you know, children's book, my kids. And when it came, I, I thought it was adorable. And then when I started to read it, it was like you knew like what happened in our house because it was about dogs fighting or getting into a skirmish and then um, a back injury. And it's 
a few years ago, um, it was right when my, um, I was pregnant with my second daughter. Uh, we had, um, we, all of our dogs are rescues. We have three, but at the time we had four and I had, um, brought her in. I, she was at the vet. I was getting meds and she had fleas all over her. She was really, really frail. And the intention was to take her home. My husband was out of town and, uh, I was going, I had a lot of clients and a lot of contacts and I thought I, there's surely someone that would take this this um, sweet girl. Well, ends up that we went to go place her. We decided she just, she really attached to me. And so we decided to keep her. But one day the doorbell rang and she just started going at it with one of ours. She was bigger and younger and she was a girl. We had the three boys and they had a scuffle. And th that, that sound is very, very scary sound. Um, and you don't know what to do. And you're not supposed to break up dog fights. The, the, the trick is for those listeners who need a, a trick, you pull the back hind leg out and then they release. Or I've tried, you know, you try squirting with water. Um, but work. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's like the, the leg. But I, um, that was the beginning of quite a few um, fights between her and the others. And then she kind of started attacking the others. And she was very, very strong. And one of our dogs is very, very um, just sweet boy who would not fight back. Um, and then when in the book, uh, I've been bitten lots <laughs> because you get scared and then you have the baby. And after a, a, we took her to a behavioralist, we did all the things that we were supposed to do. Um, we did the separation thing for a long time where we would, we tried muzzles, we tried meds, we tried the we had, yeah, we had someone drive down like for four hours just to like to come evaluate her. Like we did everything we could because it wasn't her fault. She's right. just a an animal and no one knows what happened to her before we got her and she was young. And, um, when our old, oldest now, but at the time he was like around 18 months, he was starting to open doors. And that was where it was becoming a problem because she could not mix with the others. It was just, it was that scary. And we had to make a decision on what to do. And we couldn't place her because I didn't feel comfortable. And we ended up, you know, she ends, she's in, in the heaven now because it just, we did everything we could. And it's, when I read that book, I was like, man, with the separation of the dogs and the safety, it was like, just kind of like, it was like my life. It was so weird. And I had the back problems too. And I jerked my back several times trying to fight them away especially when you have kids involved. And, um, that was very scary. Cause it was like, we think that she probably was sick at the end of the day. Cause she started isolating. So, um, you know, that's always never a good thing with, with dogs cause they're pack animals. Uh, but, but we think that's probably what was going on. And, um, we just didn't want anything to happen to the kids. Right. And we didn't want to send her away because like you said, it's scary when you don't know. And we thought about it. We, we, but I didn't trust anyone to keep her away from other dogs. I didn't know if she was going to do that to a cat. And I didn't trust anyone that they would keep her as a single dog. Like you couldn't even take her for a walk outside and it wouldn't have been safe for anyone. And so it's a scary thing. So having to explain that to our kids and put it into words, uh, luckily they were young and they didn't really remember, but, um, those things you have to really, and I love the way that you put it in the book, just so like, Oh, so terrible fall. Um, and you gave like a, vo a vocabulary in the back with new words to put it in kids, uh, ling lingo. Um, and it's just such a sweet, cute book and it's just beautifully illustrated. I love it so much. Um, yeah, the, having the, the, the glossary in the back was something that, that I'm really pleased that came about by happenstance because I, 
wanted to put in words that, that kiddos wouldn't necessarily know. And I wanted to not say, oh, you can't say the word kerfuffle because kerfuffle is hilarious. I mean, it's just a <laughs> fun word for a kid to learn sure. or scuffle or whatever. And I forget what the other words are, but I wanted to include certain words because you put brindle in there. I love the brindle. And like, well, you know, and you and I would just automatically know what a brindle is, but they didn't know what a brindle is or what a nomad is. So rather than having them have to stop reading and go to the dictionary or go, you know, go online to the kid's dictionary, I just want them to be able to have the, like in this book and in this world, you're going to understand these words and it's going to be super fun. And then you'll have an, a new little set of words to move on to the next book because the next book is already out and it has its own little glossary in it and its own real life story again. Um, and, and we're, I'm, I'm really pleased with, with how this seems to be resonating, not only just with the kids, but with grownups that say, this is, now I can read this to them and they understand. So in 2021, um, you know, there will be books coming out about divorce, like that mm -hmm. you can read the story of divorce or kids having to go to two different homes after a divorce. Like, why do I have to do this? Um, you know, about, about someone getting cancer, about something terrible happening and somebody not coming home ever yes. again. Um, so it's not, it's not, I mean, it's like, oh, wow, real, made my day. But it's about putting words to real issues so that the issue does not become, does not own the situation. As long as we can talk about it and find a way to talk about it and like continue to refer to it, then it just becomes another thing about life. You know, life, life is wonderful, but you have to hang on to that joy. You can't get, let it beat you down because it, things are going to happen. You know, you've hurt your back over and over again, and you had to handle a situation with a beloved animal. Those things happen. But amidst it all, if you can just hold on to one little thing, you'll get through. Right. No, you will. I mean, I remember when I was in the hospital and again, I live in Southern California, so we have palm trees and I was in, well, actually I had been transferred to rehab, which is, was really bad because it was also during a bad flu epidemic mm. in 2018. And I was terrified to get the flu in the hospital or rehab because coughing with a broken back or oh, sneezing. Is, forget it. <laughs> oh gosh. And so I, I had a room that, um, I wanted to have the windows open in. So I didn't realize that that was a smart thing to do because then they don't want to put anybody else in the room with you because they get cold. But I was like, mm -hmm. I need that window open. And out of my window, I could see this one completely lame palm tree. I mean, it was just the saddest little ignored palm tree, but it was there. And so I thought, I'm just going to retell myself this story in my head that I'm in a, in like a surf hotel in Baja and that I was surfing with the kids and I got hit with my surfboard and my back's hurting and I'm just here in this hotel and I'm going to be fine. And so one morning my daughter came to see me before she went to the hospital and to the other hospital to work. And I said to her, isn't it funny that they have local San Diego TV on down here? And she said, mom, you are not in a surf hotel. <laughs> but my reason for telling you that is that tree gave me a reason to hang on. And I could mm -hmm. look at that tree and just imagine I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. This is not going to define my life. And that's what we all need to find every day. Is finding that silver lining and that joy. And um, 
I loved that the twist in the book was just like who rescued whom or like when you had to separate the dogs from each other, like it was okay. Cause like he got to go do like fun yoga with you and the other ones got to go do something else. And it was like your own special time. And it just kind of um, teaches kids that when things happen, it doesn't have to be bad. You just have to adjust, adjust and just see how um, you can do good things now in this new way. Cause change isn't always, it is scary for kids. Um, I'm adults and adults. And adults. Oh, for sure. And, um, you know, chaos and cookies is a, like I, we do, I coach women and, um, moms productivity and systems and using tools because you want to try to plan as much as you can for, um, the unpredictable because you never know what will happen, but then let that change or that transition be less of an, like less of a stressful. I guess is, is the best way to put it. Um, so preparing them or having something prepared. So then when change happens, cause it happens all the time, it won't be at least as drastic. And then you can kind of, um, ease into it a little more and think about it a little more instead of like being, um, unprepared and then rushing and then saying something in the moment or not explaining it right. And then it becomes scary. Uh, not using the right words. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, taking, taking charge of what you cannot control. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to get ahead of this situation. It's okay. Yesterday was yesterday. And these, this thing didn't exist yesterday, but today's today. You know, one of my, one of my favorite songs from um, a little known Broadway show called Roar the Grease Paint um, is named Sweet Beginnings. And it, and it talks about this is today, you know, yesterday was yesterday, but now we have, this is our beginning today. Every single day is a sweet beginning. And, it will be defined how we define it. And as, as moms, especially, because I've never been a dad, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, a lot of, I've always known that as, as mom goes, so goes the family. So if, if mom's out of control or, or is thrown, it, so goes the family, they go big time. And if they can look to you and say, you know, even if you're the one hurting or if you're the one who's experienced a loss of a job or loss of a marriage or goodness knows all these things. If you can just say, I've got this like a lighthouse. Um, another visual that I've, and I don't know where the painting is, but um, I'm a painter as well. And I, I heard from a, um, a therapist when I was getting divorced and trying to explain to the kids what was going on. Cause you know, I'd always done this. You're a mommy and daddy are never going to get divorced. And it's like, Oh, uh Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Now that's, mm-hmm. that's bad. And it was not a smooth divorce. It was not an easy ride. And my, I, so I brought the kids to a family therapist and she said something to me that, wow, she said it back in 1994, believe it or not. And I, I think about it all the time. And it's, she said, just be the lighthouse, just be the lighthouse. You cannot be part of the chaos that, that the kids bio dad was trying to create. You can't fight the chaos, just like you can't fight the choppy waters during a, a storm. But you can stand there and you can shine your light and you can just be that beacon. Wow. That's, I try to remember that all the time. I don't always succeed. Sure. <laughs> but, but, but I try. That resonates probably so much with the listeners because we're all just trying to do our best. We're all trying to stay strong, but some days are just bad days yep. and it's okay um, to do that. And 
you just kind of have to, cause yes, mom is like, that's it. And that's why, like, I have the family playbook. Like you can look like it has all um, systems and procedures on like everything in the house. So it's like, if mom's not there, uh, what would mom do? Like what's mom's next play? And you flip it over. You like, where's everything? Cause mom knows and right. you don't want to bother mom. Cause mom's trying to take her break or she's trying to like do something that's very important that she needs. And if it's something that's that you can look up or do, then let's make it a little easier. And it also kind of helps with mom's sense of um, security as well, where, Hey, I put things in place. So people would be okay if I'm not accessible or, you know, around. So at least it kind of gives you some security as well. So that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Mom's playbook. Good for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think it's just so, cause you know, um, things like this, uh, for instance, um, if I would have had it when I had my, my surgery, um, this last time it was three years ago, my youngest was four months old. I was still nursing. I was pumping in the, I was pumping in the, uh, hospital while I was <laughs> fresh out of spinal surgery. And, um, cause I have had two fusions Oh wow! and, um, my kids did not come see me at the hospital. I didn't want them. And then I was just trying to, my biggest thing was I wanted to nurse my, my kiddo. Um, and it was just like that me not being there, it gave me with a brand new baby that I'd never been away from and that you have to like hope and pray that they can do what you can do and no one's mom and not everyone does it your way, especially when they're little babies, you want it especially. And so that was just really hard and not having like a system. I write everything down though. Like that's always been me, but now having that always where you're not throwing it away and re like having to redo it every time, um, you can prepare for those things a little bit easier and, um, have just not worry. So then mom can focus. Like I could have focused more on my uh, getting better, sleep better. And so I could get home and the, right. So, um, it's just like sense of mind, even if no one uses it. <laughs> I think, I think it's great. I mean, I wish I had had that myself and I wish I'd had it over Thanksgiving because it's yeah. still, <laughs> uh, still asking like, where, where do we leave? Where do we keep the sage again? I'm like, the sage is alphabetically under sage in the spice cat. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah. Or where do I get the sage? Well, I get it from this store and this brand. And <laughs> like, so then, cause everyone's got their own favorite brands. Like one kid will eat one Mac and cheese and the other. Right. So just like dogs, there's a whole pet section in there. And it's like, you get the dog food here or the medication or like what nicknames does he go by? And like, what do they like and where are the treats and how many do they get? It's all, you know, it's, there's a pet section too, just cause not everyone has human babies. <laughs> no, not everybody has human babies and, and pet babies are just as important and they have their own personalities. I've now discovered um, we, we got four chickens a few months ago, mm. chicks who are now big chickens Aww. and they have their own personality too. And I know that I never knew that the, the, explan uh, the expression pecking order meant pecking order. Oh yeah. Come out in the same order every time of the coop into the run, they eat first second third fourth and they go back in and marching order it cracks me up wow anyway, just so like dogs they like <clears throat> we separate ours now because one will just go eat everything but i've noticed that they'll take turns like one will go and they'll wait for the next one to eat and then they'll wait like they take the, like they know their order their pecking order right it's they do. They do. that's very interesting with chickens are you gonna write a book about that one too <laughs> <laughs> it's in the work I, I bet I bet 
Well, this was, this was um, so amazing to meet you. And I love the book. Thank you very much for sending it to me and read it to my children. And I love that I can teach them. And I love this this dog, uh, this picture that your animator, uh, animator, your uh, illustrator drew uh, with the two dogs that said that they were much bigger and younger (laughs) with the, with the weights uh, than like pumping iron. It's hilarious. He's hilarious. He used to be a stand-up comic. So he is hilarious. He, he did a very nice job, brilliant job with your illustrations. And I really uh, enjoyed your book very much. And I'm sure lots of moms can um, enjoy it too with their kiddos. And I'm looking forward to seeing what other uh, books you have coming out. And I hope you come back. Um, can you tell the listeners how they can get your book? Sure. What maybe other books? I know you said you had another one coming out and kind of what to look for. So they can buy the books directly on joyworksnetworks.com. So it's it's plural, joyworksnetwork.com. They can buy it on Amazon. They can, but if they go onto the actual website, they can also see some bundles. We have, we've have now plushy dolls made for the the different characters with just cute oh with the with the with the superhero cape cape. that's going to be part of the stories coming up we have that's our busy the bee who's she's out now too so our website joyworksnetworks.com is probably the best um but again you can get it on amazon and there's going to be all sorts of different uh google has just had it too so there's all sorts of ways to get it if somebody wants to have something autographed or whatever we can send it out from the warehouse here in rancho santa fe and i can sign it so if they wanted to email us through joyworks networks that's great too because a lot of people want to say you know would you write it say you know dear alondra da, 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 and sign it and we have nugget signs it too it's a oh so. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome and i hope you come back when the next ones come out i would love to have you back and we could talk more about it because i think it's so important with like the deeper dive of your books, it's, you know, yes, it's cute. Yes. It's, you know, kids book, but there's just so much more in there that we can talk about. And I think that moms could really, you know, either use help or, you know, just resonate with, um, and feel not so alone. Um, it's, and I will, we're all in this together. Amen. Amen. I mean, really it's, um, that's so important too, because being a mom can be very lonely at times. And if you want to to be able to be heard and understood and relate. So, you know, that's why we're here. That's why I do what I do. Try to just help every way I can. But the bravest word, the bravest word in the world is help. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. Thank you so much. I'm going to put all the links in um, the show notes. So if anyone wants to go grab a copy for, um, special occasions, just because, and, um, I love the stuffed animals. Uh, my, my mom is a reading specialist and I just remember all the books that she had at like, I always, those were always my favorite with some sort of plush toy that kind of went with it. Cause it just personifies it a little bit more. Great. Great. Yes. Well, had a great time. You've had a great podcast and bravo to you for what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I mean, I can't thank you enough, Janet. So let's, um, I hope to have you back soon and, Listeners, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Go pick up a copy of Nugget the Nomad, Adventures of a Yoga Dog. And uh, we will catch you guys later on another episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. 
If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies. Bye.